welcome everybody to this episode of Every Fan for Himself. Yee. My name is Jason Kenny. I'm Eli Webb. I'm kind of sweaty. Also, legally, my name is Jaren. His Alvin name Jolly. is Sweaty. Sweaty. With a D. Sweaty. Well, guys, this is episode three. How is everybody feeling? Really good. Again, kind of sweaty. <laughs> I am the opposite of that. Physically. I have not been feeling good. Really? Oh, I know. You I've texted been me. shaking all day. Like, I'm like a chihuahua in 100 degree weather, just cold all the time. Vivid. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm shaking. A chihuahua? Because I'm even cold. a chihuahua could shake in 100 degree no, weather. Are chihuahuas so cold? No, they're yeah, always shaking. Yeah, they're always shaking. Okay. I don't know why 100 degree weather. I thought like, it because just, it's 100 degrees it's to outside right now. show you how severe the <laughs> shaking is under any circumstances. You gotta use your brain, man. <laughs> no, I'm really lost. <laughs> anyway, Jay threw up this morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I've been doing other things. I, what does that mean? Sneezing a lot, maybe. <laughs> Not sneezing. <laughs> anyway, still, what does that mean? I'm running on uh, low power mode. Six. Airplane mode. <laughs> airplane mode. I'm so glad we're mode. recording a podcast in <laughs> Jason's ailments. And it's my episode, idiots. It's my mandate. It's very true. Maybe that's why you're so sick. Yeah. Stress. He's been so worried. I've been so worried. Because what's this episode about, Jason? This episode, guys, is all about the Sith. <gasps> the history of the Sith. Everything they do, everything they've ever done. All right, guys? You, you could say... Really that. close to everything they've ever really done. Really close because there's way too much. There and is too much. I need to uh, say this beforehand, everybody, none of this is canon. That yeah. was all done away with with Disney. Right, but I do feel like... maybe Okay, maybe we'll cover that later. About, Are you going to argue that? I No, I'm. it's, it's a fact, but I just mean... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't okay. want to jump yeah, the this is This is pre-Disney canon. That's what I want to say. This is pre-canon. I no, want to say not it's... not pre-canon. Disney or, refers to or, it as Pre-current canon. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Pre-canon canon. Yeah. Pre-new canon. Now it is referred to as Star Wars Legends. Yeah. So it didn't actually happen, but they just acknowledged that the books were written. I, I like how we're so, like, how people are mad about I'm mad about it still. Yeah. But it's like comic books have done this yeah. time and time again. But then they said multiverse, everything. and I'm not going to try and talk about a Star Wars multiverse. Yeah, I am still mad too. about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we'll get into that in yeah, a little bit. Sure. But uh, yeah, I've been getting into the Sith mood. Been listening to Black Black Sabbath all week. Been just drinking vinegar, peeing on things that yeah. isn't a toilet. Yeah, peeing on things that isn't a toilet. You're using improper grammar. That that's is the that's other what the thing. Sith actually, do. I think Sith are pretty eloquent. No, they're very eloquent. So actually. my week's been really. They bad. <laughs> the <laughs> Sith are actually like nerds. Like they're oh, straight yeah. up. Yeah. Just, we yeah. won't talk they're about that. So they are losers. Uh, yeah, I want I want to talk about a bunch of dorks. They're horrible. Um, um, but they're also so cool. They are really cool. And I'm excited to talk about how cool they are. Yeah. But first, Let's we go. gotta talk about some news. Oh, yeah. And updates. And updates. And an uh, impromptu jingle. One, two, three. News and, and updates. 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 Take your pants off. That was not that bad. I think that first note. I think the first note actually was kind of cool. It was like a barbershop. <laughs> it was a little trailer. Right. <clears throat> um... I got some good news for us. Okay. This is Jay, maybe... what are you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm treated so well here at Every Fan for Himself. But the news I'm most excited for this week, um, one of my favorite filmmakers, animators, just overall artists, Hayao Miyazaki from Studio Ghibli, is coming out of retirement to make another movie. It's going to be CG. 
Well, is it completely? Yeah, I mean, it's there's about always a caterpillar. It is. Yeah, he he historically has been very opposed to CG, but this one is going to be CG. Oh, geez. Mm. Kind of At least that's according to my sources. Which is my imagination. Which is my dream. I was going to say, is that a dream you have? This one's, it's also about me. <laughs> my face is on the caterpillar. <laughs> I'm a caterpillar. It's about how I become a beautiful butterfly. No one would watch. Well, I've I I watched the trailer. Honestly, I've watched you grow up, and oh. you've become a beautiful butterfly over this these years that I've known you. Jay. Oh. Thanks, dude. You really know to suck the life out of the room, Jay. No, he just gave life to this butterfly. Um, (laughs) So I'm incredibly excited about that. I do actually think it's going to be about a caterpillar, though. I I know. I I, I, I know. That's going to be the truth. That's exciting. Um, They're going to make, they announced, a Black Cat and Silver Sable Mm -hmm. kind of team-up movie, obviously from the Spider-Man. I don't really care. Really? I I mean, I don't either. I like Black Cat. But Black Cat's a cool character. She's cool. I don't know much about Silver Sable. I know, I know nothing about Silver Sable. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, and then, okay, we got the big, big news of the week. The big, big. The big, big, which is Eli. Oh, okay. Is that... Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> the, the bottom one is. <laughs> yeah. He has a list in front. Sorry. Of I thought he was. I just okay. wanted to share. Yeah. No, this is. Yeah, it's thanks. topical. Yeah, this is big, big news. <laughs> Jaren was right. Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Spin-off standalone. It's coming out. Um, director of Billy Elliot. I forgot mm-hmm. his name. Steven I haven't seen Billy Elliot. <laughs> Darby uh, Darley? That's just what I saw on the... Darby Darley? Dar- 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 darling. <laughs> he is a darling Sorry, to us. Um, yes, Kenobi movie is coming out. We still don't know much about the story, but we do know that previously, Ewan McGregor has expressed interest in... Uh, obviously r- returning to his role and I think they'd be stupid not to. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's confirmed. He, well, he yeah. is actually confirmed? Mm-hmm. Is it As really? Of like yeah, he was, like yeah. yesterday I heard about. Yeah, cause cause like, I'm pretty sure he just came out and was like, yeah, I'm going to be in the movie. Oh, I hope that's oh, true. Yeah, I hope so too. Man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I like, he doesn't age. I would be surprised if he wasn't. He does not age. He still <sighs> looks so good, so young. Yeah, he looks great. They'll probably give him a little bit of Makeup? CG? He's like Captain Jones. I don't know about makeup. But, like, they'll do... I, don't, I, don't, I can't Stewart. call it salt and pepper because his hair is, like, reddish. Mm. Would it, paprika and pepper. No, <laughs> salt and paprika, not pepper. Cinnamon and paprika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's yeah. just two reds. But <laughs> One's a little browner. Uh, I'm... So I'm that's really, going to be awesome. What do you think the timeline's going to be for this? Jay and I were talking. We think it's going to be between three and four because you can't really make him young. Yeah. And you just not get it. I would actually like a forced ghost, a forced ghost movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Like, the after you know how they did Star like, Wars. You know how they did Lion King one and a half? Yeah. And it was, wasn't it Timon know. and Pumbaa's kind of their side during the first Lion King? And right. it like showed like the popular scenes, but from their perspective, I hope it's that, but episode seven. And it like it actually shows Ewan McGregor whispering <laughs> in Ray's ear as a first force ghost. These are your first steps, <laughs> Ray. I would love that. Oh That's yeah, yeah. That, uh, so no, I and I think I agree with that. Him just sitting arms folded, like shaking his head at Kylo. Yeah. Like what an idiot. <laughs> Dude, I imagine Anakin's doing the exact same thing. Oh, both of them. It's a buddy movie. And they'll do the annoying buddy Hayden cop Christian <laughs> <laughs> buddy cop afterlife. <laughs> it's like R.I.P.D. but oh, in Star Wars. No, they're going to be like the old 
Muppets. The two that sit up. Oh, the two old men? Yes, yes, that's going to be Anakin and Obi-Wan in episode seven. It's just their commentary over episode seven. It's actually (laughs) just going to be commentary. It's it's just a rewrite. That's the Kenobi movie. It's just like riff tracks. (laughs) You heard it here first. And we're calling it for TM. the Kenobi movie. That's right. Um, you got any, any other news, Eli? Yeah. Uh, the They've announced a new Nosferatu movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the first vampire movie ever was Nosferatu in the 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. And now it is 30s, being 20s. re-released. First, I wouldn't say first. I'd give that to Vampire. It's oh, yeah. with a Y. Yeah. I thought Nosferatu was the first Mm-mm. movie, though. The movie Vampire. Pee. Why do people make such a big deal out of Nosferatu? Scariest. Scarier. It's good. And, like, okay. it was a direct adaption from Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, right. Okay. And, well, like, it was part of that German expressionist, like, era. Oh, okay. They're re-releasing it uh, with Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The witch actress, the split actress... That's it. The Jasons. Really no, she was in Morgan too. That's right. Jasons. Jasons is so infatuated with this. I met her. Jason met her at Sundance, her at Sundance oh, yeah. Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I okay. saw Jason meet her at Sundance <laughs> Film Festival. <laughs> yeah, so that's like really exciting. And the director is is it Robert Eggers? Is that his name? Oh yeah, something Same Eggers. Guy. Yeah, he he directed we uh, have the Witch. Real name problems on this I podcast. Do, I know. Also, throwback to first episode when we were saying CEO of Marvel's last name. Feige? You said Feige, and I think Jay and I both said it was like Fage, Fage or Fage. I wasn't sure. It's a, yeah. it's a hybrid. Oh. It's Fage. Fage. That's what I said. No, you said Feige. Feige, said Feige. okay. Yeah, Feige. so I said Fage. You said Feige? Feige. It's Feige. That's a name. I think. Again, if I'm wrong, though, that'd be even more Kev. embarrassing. <laughs> call Just us. Just deeper down. Kevin. Call us, Kevin. Give me a call. Yeah. My number is 911. Kevin Feige, two. call us. Nine one one two. That's the whole number. Um, what else? That's the news I got. Jay. Um, let's see. Uh, Robert Kirkman, the oh. guy who wrote like The Walking Dead and Outcast and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he officially is leaving The Walking Dead TV show. Like he's just done. Hmm. Um, there was like some problems that they had uh, just with AMC in general. Like they just weren't paying him and stuff. Right. So AMC. He, he just dipped. Come on. So. Um, he got the monies. I mean, on. everything from Mad Men to Breaking Bad. <sighs> Sopranos. That was the first was real big. MC? Yeah. Good for that. Mad Men was sort of made as, like, to fill the void. Right. In Sopranos. Because they were saying, what are we going to do? Yeah. Now, pressure was on. We do have. And then they did James Mad Men and Gandalfini. actually delivered. Yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, he says he's going to start out, working. Hey? Yeah, he's going to start working with Amazon. Yeah, so he doesn't, he he's going to find himself. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do some claymation. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll have a shortage of opportunities. He's super talented. Yeah, that's cool. Um, also, the really interesting news, um, the co-creator of Netflix announced or kind of, I don't know if it's an official announcement. I think he just kind of threw the idea out there. Uh, there's a there's already an app or kind of a script a subscription service called MoviePass, and it used to be you could pay $50 a month and um, see one movie a day for a month, like up to one movie a day, and, you know, 30, 31 movies in a month for $50 a month. He announced that they're looking at making it $10 a month, which, I mean, everyone should be cheering it. 
because that's just I just don't understand how it'll work. That that's the either. thing that yeah. me, me and Jason were talking about. This is like, it's like it sounds amazing, yeah. but one, how are studios gonna get paid? Yeah. How is money gonna be generated? Like, it just seems impossible. Yeah, because you'll get. I mean, you'll fill up a theater with people who have paid ten dollars for the entire month. Yeah. You know, whereas mm-hmm. you want to fill a theater with people who paid ten dollars for that one for that mm-hmm. one showing. Yeah, and I don't. I just don't know the math. I mean, maybe they can see more than we can, and they've really crunched the numbers. Maybe this would attract non-movie goers to go to movies, and maybe right. that money would be made with popcorn because be they're going huge. every yeah. single day. And Bucket of popcorn. popcorn is like thirty dollars now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited at the prospect, but I just don't see. Can that. movie theaters keep up with the demand, and will people get the money they want? Yeah. I bet. I bet if it actually does happen, it'll be more than ten bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's on, one movie ticket. No, that that seems un, like that seems too reasonable. Yeah. Like even like twenty five dollars would be like wow, amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. one thirty dollars. You know. Although if you are going to one movie a day, like going to one, I think you have bigger fish to fry. I think so. Get out of your mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. Get in your nineteen ninety four Ford Taurus and let us help. <laughs> it's a good car. It's reliable. My grandma had one. Not that reliable. It's good. Uh, it's 1994. It's no 94 Camry. <laughs> it's American made. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> is that the all the news? Yeah, let's get to it. I think that's let's, the news. Let's, let's get to let's, Sith. Let's get Sithy. All right, everybody. Let's get some Sith-stery. Oh, we're going to get some Sith-stery. Yeah. We didn't come up with that. It was actually yeah. Jaren's brother who said Sith-stery. So. Yeah, and I didn't like it at first, but I said it. So <laughs> hated it, and yet here we are. Still hating it. <laughs> Jason. And to start off, I'm going to start with the code of the Sith. Ooh. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains will be broken. The Force shall set me free. When, <laughs> you're like in tears. When, when I hear that, I don't know. I can just imagine like Anakin's whiny voice saying that. Peace is a lie. Like... <laughs> Shouting it on Mustafar or writing he it in his see. diary. <laughs> yeah. Shout writing it like all caps. Yeah, he can like... see through the lies of peace. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, everybody. So to begin, we're going to start at the very beginning. Yeah. We're going to start where it all starts with a species of people on the planet Korriban called the Sith. Right. So before that, the Sith actually existed, there was a species of people. It was their race. They mm-hmm. were the Sith people. They were kind of like uh, reddish looking and they had like... They had little jowls. Goobies. Like, yeah. Goobies. Goobies. Boogers. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> turkey <laughs> gobbler things. Yeah. And they exactly. had like claws and stuff. They were They're like Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were That's Zoidberg. exactly right. Yeah. Totally. So they were living on this planet. Now, this is taken directly from the wiki about these guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. It says that they were genetically predisposed for both left-handedness and the dark side. (laughs) Those two things. Wow. Yeah. What an interesting detail. That is everything you need to know about them. Wow. Left-handedness and the dark side. Isn't there, wasn't there like a, an old wives' tale myth belief that left-handed people were satanic or demonic? Yeah. Wasn't that like an old... Maybe someone just liked that old wives' tale. Kind of like, I do this with the Sith too. Yeah, I feel like those are two things that just like wh- <laughs> two unrelated things. <laughs> it's like he's left-handed, 
and he's a serial killer. Like, how those... <laughs> yeah. No, those like, apparently, the they, are, they yeah. are not uh, mutually exclusive. They, they... So if you're left-handed... My mom is left-handed. She's a very sweet lady. She's a very good sister. Very sweet lady who's predisposed to the dark side, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Right. Wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's really... I don't know. They're cool people, um, but they're very primitive. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely primitive. So much so that during a time... Um, called the First Great Schism. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's when the, there's a bunch of great schisms. Right. This is when by Tool, the song by Tool, is a, a great song. schism. It's a great schism. <laughs> but this is the uh, this is galactic schism. Right? Yeah. So basically, what that is is like it's um, a confrontation inside of the Jedi Order when a bunch of Jedi start just dipping. You know, mm-hmm. they're out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the First Great Schism, there was a group of uh, people that were exiled. And they were known as the Dark Jedi's. Mm-hmm. Dark Jedi's are basically people, as you could probably imagine, they were Jedi that kind of started leaning towards uh, the dark side. They right. started studying it. They were very interested in it. And so that's exactly what happened. They became these Dark Jedi's, and they were exiled. Okay, um, they were exiled to this planet of Korriban. Well, not exactly to it, but they ended up there. Right. And once they get there, they are not that cool. Okay, <laughs> not cool people. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So they start enslaving these, like this primitive Sith race. Right. Okay. They uh, are crossbreeding with them and right. just going crazy. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, the first thing that some of the one of the first things they notice about them is that they have this kind of predisposition. Pre- predisposition exactly. to the. Yeah. They, they have predisposition to to dark side to mm-hmm. use the dark side of the force just naturally. They're kind of born with it, mm-hmm. and then and they see that, and I think they're like, okay. And, get busy. Yeah. <laughs> and part of that was uh, the planet Korriban itself is one of those, um, I don't know, you, it's one of those planets, kind of like the cave on Dagobah, yeah. where it's like a dark side right. um, energy. Spiritual. Like, it just like, emulates from yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and that was that planet itself. Uh, and they kind of just all f- started flocking to there, like I said. Um, they're enslaving these people, um, interbreeding with them, and uh, taking basically their knowledge. Like one of the knowledges that they had um, comes from uh, these guys called the Rakata who mm-hmm. taught the original Sith species how to make holocrons. Right. Mm. So holocrons kind of came from these guys. So w- what's what's a holocron exactly, Jay? Holocrons are basically um, storage. Right. They're like these little like glass, like pyramid kind of things mm-hmm. where you can store just endless amounts of knowledge. knowledge. Sith holocrons are pyramids. Jedi holocrons are cubes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's just like a little USB kind of a deal. Yeah, it's a little little thumb drive mm-hmm. of of knowledge, of force knowledge. You have to be a force user to build them and to unlock them. Right. If you don't, they're you extremely can break delicate. It. Yeah. If you if you do the wrong thing, they will become dust. Um, and there is treasure troves of knowledge mm-hmm. in these holocrons, and many of them are actually guarded by the force spirit of the person who created them. Oh, wow. yeah. So if you like mess that. up, like it's almost a program basically right. that they set up to where you have to interact with this spirit to access the knowledge. This if was, you do it wrong, the vengeful spirit will like come force. after you. Right. Oh, this is this yeah. was like practice for nerdy Siths of how to like treat a woman. It's a gift to do it delicately. And if you don't, it'll fall apart and turn into dust. You take the time and do it. 
I don't like that analogy. <laughs> We're, we do not advocate. No, I thought it was a the, the views of Jaren do not reflect the views well, of every on. fan for himself. That is actually a Doesn't third mean, Yeah, one wrong. third minority. <laughs> they referred to these holocrons as miladies. In, in I was not that wrong, Eli. You can step back. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to kind of, um, let's see, get on a little bit with that. Um, the original Sith leader was called the Sith Ari. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of just their title of just overlord, king. Right. You know, there was a couple of those. Okay. And when these dark Jedi came in, start wrecking everything, they kind of take all of these cool names like Darth, Sithari, mm-hmm. um, the Sith. Right. They take them for themselves. And they created the Sith organization as we know it. Right, the Sith Order. Because they previously were just dark Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or fallen Jedi. Or fallen Jedi. Yeah, they just kind of stole everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even their names. Right, and, and the interesting... Classic Sith. <laughs> <laughs> Classic pre-Sith before they were Sith being Sith. Sith, Sith, Sith. <laughs> <laughs> they, um... So the Sithari, like, it really is almost like the way that they talk about it. It's almost like this legend of, like, this godlike thing, this king mm-hmm. of the warriors, basically, that was, like, meant to come and be this... I think they even talk about it being like immortal, life-giving, like deity. Yeah, yeah. The Sithari, and I know that a lot of the Sith along the way saw that, and they kind of like, well, maybe I can kind of be that. Maybe I can adopt that and be that deity or be that whatever. A lot of the because mm-hmm. they all want power. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of their main. That's one of the telltale signs of a Sith is they're power obsessed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, the first leader of. Um, the Sith, like the first Sith, dark lord of the Sith, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, was someone called Ajunta Paul, mm-hmm. um, who basically started all of that. Um, right. I forgot to mention the first dark Jedi was named Zendor. So cool. It's kind of a cool name. Zendor. Zendor. Mm. Yeah. Very, very sci-fi. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally. Is it spelled with a, an X? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Is, I hadn't even seen it, and I knew that is sci-fi. It's super cool. Like. Xenon girl of the 21st century. It's a, it's a 20. It's not 21st. It is 21st century. century. Mm-hmm. Oh, straight up. It was a Z though. It's not an X. Oh, you're right. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I mix it. I was thinking Xena warrior princess. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Oh yeah. Okay. I, my apologies to Xenon and Xena and Zendor or whatever his name is. Zendor. Yeah. Apologizing to fictional characters. <laughs> Very okay, fictional. They're creators. This point. Yeah. We'll get emails. I'm like, sure. if you thought that it was pointless to know everything about Star Wars like ten years ago, <laughs> it's even more pointless now. It's true. Thanks to Disney, we're yeah. bringing it back. That's what this podcast is about. That's what it's about. Yeah. Think so, Dad. if you want useless information, tune in. <laughs> Mm. Welcome. Because it's useless either because it's outdated or useless because it's our opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Oh. Um, so a little bit of time passes, and uh, the Jedi have basically forgotten about their fallen Jedi, you know, these dark Jedi that were exiled. Everybody forgot about them, mm-hmm. you know, and these new Sith forgot about the, the Jedi. Right. So there wasn't any fighting going on, and the Sith were able to reach kind of their golden age where they... Um, ruled over a, like 121 planets or something right. like that. You know, they managed to like really outreach and spread a lot. And that was their golden age. Mm-hmm. And they had some of the planets they ruled served to different purposes. They actually like used the planets for different things, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Totally. 
And uh, these guys were led by uh, Marco Ragnos. Um, he was the Dark Lord of the Sith during their Golden Age. And after the de death of Mar Marco Ragnos, <laughs> all of these names were really They're hard. so hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, two of his successors started fighting about, like, who's going to be the new Dark Lord of the Sith. Mm -hmm. um, that was, let's see, Naga Sado and Ludo Kresh. <laughs> Luda Chris. <laughs> Luda, Chris. Luda Chris. But yeah, they're fighting and like <laughs> trying to be the next Lord of the Sith. And the ghost of uh, Marka, uh, he shows up and is like, hey, yo, uh, quit fighting. Like, why don't you just like work together, like figure this out like adults. <laughs> very <laughs> unsith-like ghost. It is very <laughs> unsith-like because before that, the Sith, they solved all of their problems through confrontation. Yeah. It's like, if you wanted to rank up, you killed the other guy. Totally. Mm. And we'll see in the future that it can, it is that way forever. Yeah. That's, like, that's the mode of like power yeah. transferring yeah. and like ranking up in within the Sith mm -hmm. is you just killed to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is like the only time in Sith history, probably where they had an election. Okay. They had an election and Naga Sado won. Okay. Yeah. And so he starts leading this attack on the Republic um, called the Great Hyperspace War, okay? <laughs> and Cool. Yeah, and so he, he starts leading this war that's, like, just decimating everything. A couple more Sith Lords arrive, like uh, Sharda, um, Sharda Khan, sorry, and Garu. Shaka Khan. Like Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Everybody Shaka Khan. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, these guys start leading their own, like, battalions to, like, different planets, just taking over the entire Republic because the Republic was completely unprepared. They didn't know it was coming. Mm. Okay? But there was a lady called Empress Teta who was, you know, the ruler over the planet Koros. Mm -hmm. She was prepared. She knew it was coming. Right. And she's actually really cool. Eventually, she gets an entire system named after her. Oh, nice. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how does one achieve that? You do Defend really cool things. your planet from a Sith invasion. Several times. Or make a really good podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. We're on our way. Defend your planet from Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Sing and tell me something good. <laughs> so, uh, Empress Teta, she was very prepared and she managed to chase them back, you know, and it caused, um, Sado, this dark Lord, uh, his empire started crumbling and he runs away. You know, he starts hiding out in Yavin 4, the famous Yavin. And I feel, wow. I, I, you hear this, maybe it was just him, but I feel like as I was reading, a lot of people go to Yavin 4. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's one of the first Sith temples. Yeah. Right? That and Malachor 5. Yeah. Yeah. You, hear, you yeah. see that a lot. They keep going to Yavin 4 and Malachor 5 to hide out mm -hmm. in exile, to train, to get like spiritual enlightenment. Yeah. It's just this hub. And actually, speaking of spiritual enlightenment, yes. um, Sado, when he got to Yavin 4, he started building temples to not only himself, but to the Sith religion, mm. you know? Um, and he kind of goes into this hypersleep. He's in suspended animation for a really long time. Right. And um, meanwhile, other Sith go to different planets. They, they all scatter off to planets like Thule, um, basically awaiting their revenge. Mm -hmm. They are very upset about being defeated but can't really do anything about it. Um, so 600 years pass, and a young Jedi um, who was a prodigy, his name was Frieden Nod. Now, you may have heard this name, Frieden Nod. Um, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Neither had I. <laughs> Say that with each name. You may have heard this name. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Ralph Lauren. 
And Frieden Nunn, he was extremely bright, he was extremely talented, uh, he was a Jedi, but he started to grow really arrogant, like he knew that he was talented, and he thought that he was going to be a Jedi Knight, but he got looked over, um, he was really upset about that, and was basically lost to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was just really power hungry, you know, that was basically it. Um, so he slays his Jedi Master, uh, Mata Tremaine, and uh, he fully embraced the dark side by doing that. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. not sweet. Sad, <laughs> buddy. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Nod, Frieda Nod, he starts traveling so he can, like, study the Sith a little bit more. And he comes across Yavin 4 where Sado is in suspended animation. Okay, mm. and this guy Sado teaches him everything. He trains him. And then Nod killed him. <laughs> Nod is like, I don't have use of you anymore. Classics. I'm going to kill you. Because <laughs> he wanted to be the Dark Lord. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Learn and like, what you can, then dispose. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. You hear that, ladies? Take get that what one. you can, and then leave. <laughs> get dinner, get whatever, get out. But I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Full Jaren once. <laughs> So it was actually kind of sad in a little kind of a weird way that Sato died um, because Sato was the only, the last person to carry Sith blood, like pure like Sith blood oh, in the race. from the race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the very last person to do that and he died. Oh. So all the Sith are lost. They don't, their blood is gone. Yep. But Nod with his new, you know, rank, his new power, um, he leads the Sith during the Third Great Schism, and the Jedi Order once again starts splitting up, going crazy. whole bunch of new dark Jedi left, it, and they discovered this device that um, they thought could create a planet, like artificially create a planet. So mm. they start using it, and it malfunctions, goes wrong, and they totally annihilated an entire system, the entire Voltar system. Mm was Mm. destroyed because of these guys. And a lot of the Jedi since then would attribute every Sith-Jedi confrontation, like, uh, let's see, the Jedi Civil War, um, the other schisms, like stuff like that, they attributed it to that action, to Mm. um, basically that third great schism. So that was really interesting. Really important. Mm -hmm. And another one of those altercations comes from a guy called Exar Kun, I have heard of this one. Yes. I haven't heard this one. I had a, I had a book that... Exar Kun. Talked, it wasn't just about Exar, but I just remember reading that one. Biography of Exar <laughs> So, Exar Kun um, was the nerd of all nerds. Like, of all uh, Sith losers, like, he was one of the worst. Which is hard to top. You kind of see that these guys are... They're all thirsty for, like, knowledge, you know? Like, knowing more. And that's exactly like Exar Kun's big thing is he wants more knowledge and artifacts. And so he goes on this crusade to like destroy the Jedi, collect everything that they have, all their holocrons, all their artifacts, just for the sole purpose of, you know, gaining knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. Knowledge yeah. is power. Yeah. That's kind of ties in. A lot of the Sith are, are knowledge seekers because mm-hmm. the more you know, the more powerful you are. Yeah. So I think that's admirable. <laughs> yeah. Jedi are like that also. You, you yeah. do Jedi are are they are knowledge seekers, but they often get accused by Sith of 
turning a blind eye mm-hmm. to many skills <laughs> that considered to be unnatural. unnatural. <laughs> so, um, in one of his like little escapades, his nights out trying to find knowledge, he comes across the ghost of Freed and Nod. Uh-huh. We're going to talk a lot about ghosts because force ghosts are a big deal in yeah. the Star Wars universe. Yeah, not so that, not that spooky. Not that spooky. Not spooky. Just, ghosts, just blow. Kind of <laughs> and fuzzy. They're like just yeah. blow. I wonder. Are do we know if Sith ghosts are a different color? Do they get to be red? Oh, that's a good question. <gasps> Neat. <laughs> <laughs> Neat thought. If you know the answer, please email us. Yeah, George. <laughs> if you're still out there, <laughs> George Lucas. Yeah. Throw us a bone. <laughs> so he creates. <laughs> He sees the force ghost of Friedenod, and Friedenod kind of sees an opportunity. He's like, hey, um, this guy could, like, bring me back. Like, I could live again through him and then, you know, just kill him off, like, kill off his consciousness mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And so he's like, yeah, like, I'll help you out, dude. Like, I'll show you some stuff. And so he goes on this whole thing with um, Friedenod, but Exar Kun didn't trust him at all, so he destroyed him. Exar destroyed Friedenod. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Kuhn creates, um, what was called the Brotherhood of the Sith. Hmm. And these guys just killed and wrecked stuff as a good Sith does. Yeah. You notice yeah. the theme <laughs> yeah. throughout Sith history, a lot of killing and wrecking. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's going to be a lot of moments where we're like, and then they did some humanitarian work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of knowledge seeking. Knowledge seeking, uh, pillaging, and they're gonna do some more of that knowledge seeking. Oh yeah! Because this Brotherhood of the Sith, like I said, they wrecked. They started the Great Sith War. They almost destroyed all of the Jedi, with the exception of just a few, like a hundred or so. Okay, and they collected, you know, it, all in order to collect their artifacts and stuff, and try and use them for the dark side. Um, and the Jedi managed to harness massive amounts of light side energy, and destroyed all the Sith, if, oh. trapping some of their souls inside of the planets that they were on. So that's kind of cool. That's that is cool. Yeah. And most of, like, the remnants of the Brotherhood um, that survived, they went into hiding, um, and they just, you know, weren't heard of, really. Um, and the Republic was able to rebuild their galaxy, and they initiated a hunt for the remaining Brotherhood of the Sith. So they set out sort just assassins with them. of what we see. Starting at the end of episode three. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Sith win, start hunting all the Jedi. They just get naven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Circle of life. The circle of We could life. see that in the next Star Wars movie because Disney owns them now. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we could see Lion King. Kylo sings it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Absolute sense. Yeah. Actually, Luke probably sings it. That's right. Holding or duet Ray and Kylo. Kylo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you. so at this point the sith are all hiding or the original sith empire is hiding Mm. okay and that's important to know for something that happens in the future okay um because a guy comes along who was a jedi knight called jedi knight revan 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 is so cool so that's a name you've probably heard of revan if you're well if you're a casual fan, you haven't heard of Revan. But if you're like a, if you call yourself like a Star Wars fan, like real legit, right? Mm-hmm. And the names Revan and Malak are gonna ring yeah. some bells. Ring a bell. You don't, you don't have to really know them. And most people but you've know probably heard. 
Most people know Revan from the video game, old the Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he played a big role in that. Yeah, Malak did too. Wasn't he yeah. also in They were like the two mm-hmm. main characters. Malak is the one with the red and white head. Mm-hmm. And he's got like the, the iron collar. jaw. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's cool. Yeah. From he's the one like, on the cover. <laughs> yeah. He's the one on the cover. Yeah, he is. Malak is. Yeah. And we'll talk about Malak yeah. in a second. Yeah. So, Revan um, was a Jedi. Revan was a Jedi at this point. He was cool. He was charismatic. He was the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Like, he was mm-hmm. a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and a little war started breaking out. It was the Mandalorian War. Right. Okay. And the Jedi didn't want to have any part of it. They were basically trying to stay out of it as much as they could. And Revan didn't like that. He was kind of like very opposed to it. Him and a couple of others. Um, And the Jedi were very adamant, like, don't get involved, don't get involved. So Revan took a group of people um, that he called, or that they called, the Revankists? Kind of like Revankists? The Revankists? Right. Oh. Yeah. Really not creative. It's not a good name. <laughs> it's not a good name. Named after me with a kiss. <laughs> but these guys, um, they went out, they chased the Mandalorians, and they caused them to retreat. Okay, and they won the war because of that. Right. And Revan became a hero, not only in the Republic, but in the Jedi Order. He was a big deal. They become heroes. The Jedi Order is like, okay, we forgive you for like being all <laughs> rebellious and stuff. It's cool. But what they didn't know is while he was out there fighting, he came across Malachor V. Now, Malachor V, like we said earlier, is one of those big Sith planets. Mm-hmm. It's one of the big deals that harnesses a lot of Sith, like dark side energy. Um, and he was so overwhelmed by the dark side energy and the dark side ghosts. Hmm? All them ghosties. All them ghosties. All those ghostesses. <laughs> <laughs> he was so overwhelmed that he fell to the dark side. He just was like, yeah, like, I'll do it. That's yeah. cool. Malik or Revan? Revan. Revan. Now, after, but, yeah. Revan was like, hey, yo, Malik, check this thing out called The Dark Side. And <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and what up? They were like, oh, this is tight. Let's do this, you know, together. And they both became Sith Lords Darth Revan and Darth Malik. Yeah. Verbatim. Oh, let's tight. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> From Old Republic. This That's is a tight. sound This bite. is tight. <laughs> and something interesting about Darth Revan and Darth Malik is they weren't the first recorded people to carry the name Darth, but they revamped it. Right. Like, there were several others that carried the name Darth, um, which it's important to know that originally they didn't know what Darth meant. Like, they heard the original Sith people say it and stuff, and it was, like, it was written down, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, like, maybe it means, like, Lord, or, like, you know, it's a title. And Mm -hmm. they kind of took it as that. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys kind of revamped it, made it cool again to be a Darth. Throwback. Yeah. These guys um, really are cool. Like Revan they go Malik. from being like super cool Jedi yeah. strong to super cool Sith. Bring back Darth. <laughs> and like what they did after was really cool because they drew out the Mandalorians to that planet to Malachor Five, killed them all because they had the help of the Republic with them. And mm-hmm. They had the Republic kill them, but they also killed all the Jedi that were with them too. <sighs> so they killed two birds with one stone. Not only killing all the Mandalorians, but the Jedi. Ooh, so it's kind of cool. Um, and they eventually found a Sith Empire, and they joined up. Nice. Yeah. Wow. They flew to Korriban, and they established the new Sith Academy. Hmm. Probably, I would say probably the most popular Sith behind the Sith we know from the movies. Who, Revan and Malak? Yeah. I would, I would, just they're the Mm -hmm. ones who I'd probably heard about the most. 
Who can you? Th- who would you say? I'd say I, I heard about Plagueis a lot. Well, he's from the movies. Yeah, he's also in the movies. And like Darth Bane, you obviously is another famous one. I have heard of Darth Bane a lot. That's yeah. true. I've heard of Darth Bane a lot. But Plagueis, you you oh, he's, he's hear mentioned about him. him. You hear about him, but because he, of the movie, Revan is a fan favorite for sure. Like people are genuinely upset that he's not in canon. So anyway, uh, Darth Revan leads this attack on the Republic, um, kind of with more of the intention to end the tyranny of the Jedi, as he says. Uh, which is called the Second Sith War. All right, and Malik, who was kind of determined to be the new Lord of the Sith, commands that his fleet of ships that he was under control of shoots down Revan's ship and kills him. Right. And so he thinks that... Best buddies. Yeah, they were best buddies, but he was too greedy. Yeah. Sith. That's how they work. That's how they work. But here's the thing. Malik thought he was dead, but he wasn't dead. Okay? Malik crowns himself the Dark Lord of the Sith, but what happened was... Revan was about to fight a guy called Bastila Shan, who, when he saw Malik's ship, like, about to fire on them, he force-pushed Revan away, which saved his life. Yeah? It also kind of put him comatose. So, the new Jedi Order, sorry, the old Jedi Order, and, like, the Republic, they brainwashed the guy, they take away all of his memories. That's right, they took his memories away. Yeah, they took his memories away, and they basically brainwashed him to be a Jedi. Made him good again. They made him him forget that he was ever bad. (laughs) They gave him a new name and everything. Yeah. Um, And he returns to the light side that way, kind of like you just mentioned, um, and he leads the Republic forces to victory by defeating Malak and destroying their fleet. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) So, yeah. Revan's dope. Revan's way too freaking cool. Um, So, in the wake of the death of Malak, the Sith kind of start turning on each other again. Uh, which starts a civil war amongst right. the, the Sith civil war is actually what it's called. Um, and Revan, he starts to lead a group of Jedi uh, to the Sith homeworld on Korriban, and he claims it for himself. The entire Sith world, he comes in with some Jedi. He's like, no, this place is mine now. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, and as the Republic starts rebuilding and reclaiming their planets, the Triumvirate emerges. And the Triumvirate is a group of... Sith lords that are gnarly. Like, they're super cool. Which is uh, Darth Treya and her apprentices Darth Nihilus and Darth Sion. Oh, Darth Nihilus mm-hmm. is like, Darth Nihilus. so cool. Um, these guys, we were just very powerful. You know, they go and they hide on Malachor Five, where uh, Treya uses Echoes of the Force to corrupt other Jedi. Hmm. That's pretty dope, yeah. actually. Yeah, Echoes of the Force. That's super cool. But that's not one of the only things, like, she can do. She also can, like, animate lightsabers to fight for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll usually have, like, three lightsabers just floating around her, just spinning. Like the broomsticks in Fantasia. Like the broomsticks. Mm-hmm. That's where your mind immediately went. Yeah. Something about the way you described it just seemed reminiscent of Mickey's little cleaning mishap. Little cleaner mishap. Back to Disney again. I'm saying, that dang it, that's what we're gonna they own see. Everything. Yeah, I took it. They got a monopoly. So uh, these guys start waging a shadow war against the Jedi, which initi- initiated the first Jedi purge. Hmm. Yeah, they start hunting down all the Jedi. Um, Sion is down fighting with some troops with a bunch of Sith assassins that he trained. Nihilus is on a ship <laughs> feeding on entire planets of force energy because he has an addiction to force energy. So, like, he has to, like, keep He's a feeding. junkie. He's a junkie for force energy. And Darth Traya kind of taught him, 
you know, everything she, he needs to know to just kind of tame that hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, like a vampire. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit needs blood. Yeah. And so they knocked out a number of Jedi to about 100. Um, and the person called the Jedi Exile, whose name was like Mitra Surik, she's actually really cool. Um, but she comes in, starts fighting all these Sith assassins, Darth Trya, um, all of these guys, all of them, beats them all. Okay, wow. <laughs> she's really cool. Um, even with Darth Trya, with her several lightsabers just spinning, she manages to strike her down. Um, and a guy called Darth Ruin comes along. He starts a new Jedi Order, or sorry, Sith Order. Um, he starts like corrupting other fallen Jedi. But this guy was insanely selfish. He was very self-centered. He started his own Sith code. Which is surprising for a Sith. If a Sith stands out as selfish, you know it's bad. Oh, he was so bad. He was so bad, in fact, that he had this whole um, legion of Sith that he trained that didn't like him at all, (laughs) and they Julius Caesared him. Whoa. Yeah. That's how I want to go. I want to be Julius Caesared (laughs) by my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Absconded with the jolly fortune that does not exist. <laughs> but his also, that's not why they killed Caesar. I know, but I have my own legacy. Okay. <laughs> so you don't want to be Julius Caesar. Do you want to be Macbeth? No. Again, well, no, no. If they're killing you for money, where does that happen? <laughs> I mean, it happens Italian a lot. job. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be uh, Donald Sutherland? Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Yeah. Man. Planning on it. (laughs) So these guys turn on him um, because they just straight up didn't like him. Mm -hmm. But like during his conquest, he managed to conquest or conquer all of the space outside of the colonies. Um, Basically in like the outer rim kind of area. He conquers all of them. And that lasts about a millennia. Millennium. It's a lot of years. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. That is unthousand years. (laughs) But, like, it wasn't a good empire. Mm. Actually, like, after his death, it brought the entire, like, galactic civilization on the brink of collapse. So it wasn't working out too too good. So you know what happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> um, a Brotherhood of Darkness was formed. Oh, yeah, I know about this. New Sith War. Classic. Okay. <laughs> and a little guy called Darth Bane comes out of it. Okay. I was molded by it. Is it different? There might go. It's a different Bane. <laughs> different Bane. Different Bane. I'm joking. So Darth Bane was a part of this Brotherhood of Darkness that was formed under. Um, it's formed by his master, right? Uh, Darth Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Darth yeah. Bane's master, Darth Khan. So yeah, it was formed, and like once this whole Darth galactic Shaka civilization. <laughs> Can't get away from it. We're that. just Can't gonna wait. keep mentioning that. <laughs> oh. So after this, like, uh, collapse happens, um, Darth Bane was the sole survivor of the Dark Brotherhood after the new Sith War. Um, And he basically studies a lot. He studies um, Darth Revan's holocrons, and he uses this to destroy the Brotherhood. Right. We find out. Because, like, at first he was a part of it, and, like, he saw that it was going to, like, come to a collapse during the war, and he kind of uses that new knowledge to help destroy the Brotherhood. Why? So that he can be the new guy. Yeah. He can be the big, big man on he campus. He wants to be a <laughs> What? I don't know what, like, 
Sith underlings or like pawns think when they're joining like a brotherhood or a group, you know you're gonna get killed. I, you know it. Like, do you not know like any history? <laughs> they must not. They must not they because some any group you join, <laughs> you get killed. You're gonna every die. single time, and it's it's it only gets care. worse. Because Bane starts a little thing called the Rule of Two. That's right. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us about that? I do. Yeah, so the Rule of Two. Well, so basically, to kind of go before the Rule of Two, what you have is the Sith, and there's a lot, a lot of Sith, and they're all kind of interweaving, messy, trying to like abscond with power from each other. Just basically, it's just chaos. Yeah. It's bedlam in the Sith order there. Um, and especially with uh, Darth Khan... Um, he believes, so this is Darth Bane's master, he believes that every uh, Sith should be equal and they should have the opportunity to fight for more power. Um, and Darth Bane sees this and he kind of, he, he kind of wants the Brotherhood of Darkness to fall. And so when they do fall, when they are destroyed by something called a thought bomb that literally destroys them all, he sees that as the opportunity to, to, um, to create this thing called the Rule of Two, which is basically saying that no more than two Sith um, a master and an apprentice, an apprentice, can kind of be in power at a time because he basically said the the um, the master, the Sith master, he is supposed to be the embodiment of power, and the apprentice is supposed to crave it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's cool. The apprentice claims it by killing his master, right, and taking his or her master <laughs> and right. taking an apprentice. And this also limited the title of Darth mm-hmm. to only two. And right. So you see, uh, when we get to some of the other canon, some some ancillary characters, right, Asajj Ventress, mm-hmm. Count Dooku's apprentice was not a Darth, right? And she was kind of a she was a secret apprentice, kind of. She was like yeah. a shadow hand, is what they're called. The Darth Sith tend, tend to, to do that. that. Yeah. 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 They do. Darth Vader did it. Yeah. With uh, Starkiller. I don't know if that counts as even pre-canon. <laughs> right. I don't even know if it is canon, but, the, but as, it holds um, up. Still, yeah, it's still <laughs> really cool. Super cool. Yeah, super duper cool. Love him. I just wanted to mention Starkiller. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, the dopest character. <laughs> also, old canon. No, still canon now. New-ish canon. Mm-hmm. Disney canon. Darth Maul, when he comes back, I guess they still call him Darth Maul, but mm-hmm. he's not technically a Darth anymore. He's sort of... I don't know, next. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> just a guy. Uh, written off. It's just bionic like yeah, man. Yeah, when he comes back. Yeah, isn't Shut he? Shut I'm sure they still call him Darth. They do. Yeah. Out but. of respect. <laughs> Out <laughs> of deference to his... He's a half a man. Let's give him yeah. a Darth. Mm-hmm. When he was disowned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut in half and disowned. Yeah. But that is right. the rule of two. It is. Yeah. That is the rule of two. And it was kind of just to end that power struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So he thought. He was kind of like the guy that was like, you know, he loves the Sith. He just loved it, yeah. you know? And he's trying <laughs> he's to keep... so into it. He was a zealot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's trying to keep that control. He's trying to keep that power with himself. But, like, so much love was for the Sith that he wanted to keep it going mm-hmm. in this orderly way that he, you know, created. But when he did, honestly, him doing that is what saved the Sith, ultimately, because it was yeah. falling apart, and it was just kind of compounding upon itself. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. Too many cooks. Mm-hmm. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah and, and honestly, he is what kept the Sith alive for so long and kind of in the shadows he kept it alive, right? Yeah, totally. 
totally. And he actually takes on a new apprentice called Darth Zara, who he kind of thought was a little bit weak. Yeah. Too, too he weak was more too. into designing clothes. <laughs> and shoes. I think it's a woman. Founded Zara. <laughs> Zara was a woman. Yeah. Actually, she was Darth, a woman. Darth Zara was a woman. Darth Zara was a woman. Yeah. Sexist. Yeah. No, not me. I... <laughs> Maybe go listen to our last episode, Eli. You learn something. You're the sexist. <laughs> So what happens is um, Darth Bane manages to overthrow the Republic, but he kind of, like, didn't care much for his apprentice. He thought that she was a little too weak to overthrow him. He's like, I want you to, you know, kill me one day. Right. I don't believe you're going to be able to <laughs> do it. Proud, it's a proud dad moment. Yeah. Like, you should murder me. Yeah. I don't think you can do it's, it. It's kind of sad. That is sad. But she actually does end up doing it. Eventually. I took a couple tries. Yeah. He's yeah. probably in a wheelchair by then on <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> but several Sith Lords followed them. Um, Darth Cognus, Darth Millennial, who um, is today's Darth Lord. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, Darth Millennial can't afford a house and he's, spends too much on avocado. He's killing it. He's killing everything. He killed the Sith. Darth Millennial the Sith ruining economy. the housing market. <laughs> Guess what he's killing next? He He's easily my least favorite Sith already. He's actually kind of cool. My favorite is Darth Shaka Khan. <laughs> Darth Shaka. Um, there was another guy that came along, Darth uh, Krayt. Crate? Crate. Crate. And he made the rule of one. Yeah. Um, which was basically just one leader and everybody answers to that guy. He was the king. Yeah. Yeah. That was basically it. Um, and... After that comes a little guy called Darth Plagueis. Mm. Ooh, mm. you heard of him. You should all be shaking in your yeah. boots. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Plagueis was actually trained by an unknown master. Hmm. Don't ever say. Never Snoke. had a father. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a list of Force-sensitive people, um, and he went out searching for him, and he came across a boy from Naboo. Who was the son of a nobleman? Annie? No, <laughs> Not quite. Oh. <laughs> His name was Sheev. Yeah. Palpatine. <laughs> I actually learned that the Emperor Palpatine's name is Sheev. Yeah, that's like all the memes. Name. You look Sheev at like Palpatine. memes, it's like everyone calls him Sheev in memes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which I absolutely Poor love. Poor man. Sheev Palpatine. No wonder, you know, he became Darth Sidious. Oh, I, I would. Yeah. Gosh. Little boy Sheev. <laughs> isn't quite as intimidating. I'm Sheev from Naboo. I'm going to take over the Empire. I'm sure he was just a total nerd rat from the beginning. Oh, God. My name is Sheev, and I'm a person. (laughs) I'm a person. My name is Sheev. Please talk to me. (laughs) Are you an angel? (laughs) This is just Sheev was Anakin. That episode one was just mirroring Sheev's childhood. It was Sheev to Plagueis. Are you an angel? (laughs) To Darth Plagueis. And so their bond began. (laughs) Well, Palpatine was very inclined to the dark side like he studied it like he was very curious and interested in, in it and he was very you know strong in the force and Plagueis could tell you know and so he influenced Palpatine to kill his entire family and <laughs> become oh a Sith they're all dead now. murder his whole fam and now he is Darth Sidious actually yeah. he's not Darth Sidious anymore he was Darth Sidious yeah because he's dead <laughs> Formerly known. He did. Yeah. Um, and Darth Sidious is kind of cool because on Naboo, it's required for you to, as a child, be involved in politics. And, you know, Plagueis kind of saw this opportunity and he took full advantage of it. 
And there comes a point when he finally reaches the level of Chancellor, Chancellor Palpatine. Mm -hmm. And he says to Plagueis, hey, let's celebrate, you know, and they start drinking and stuff. And Palpatine drugs him. So he falls asleep and Palpatine kills him in his sleep. Man. To be the new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It just sounds like a planet of dorks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like you all have to be politics when you get like some nations you join the military it's like compulsory military mm-hmm. experience when you're 18 no you're going to be a kid politician yeah. they're setting yeah. these kids germany up. does that they're actually. setting these do kids. they actually i think so oh, well i respect germany actually yeah they, but i feel like they're setting these kids up for social failure right <laughs> from the get-go <laughs> hmm. yeah well sidious actually at one point he was given custody of a little baby a baby Dathomirian. Did he kill that Zabrakin. one too? <laughs> so this little Dathomirian was known as Maul. So in this canon, Sidious raised Maul from a baby and like rigorously trained this idiot. Like he tortured him. He trained him so harder than any Sith has ever been trained before. Right. That's sweet because he was raised a Sith. Yeah, he was raised a Sith. And like Plague has actually kind of gave him permission to do it. He told him about it. He's like, I got this kid, you know. <laughs> And found this buddy. <laughs> we I'm, didn't find him. He was given it by his mother, who wanted Maul to. She wanted Maul to escape right? their like the politics of their planet. Yeah. Wasn't she know? a witch? Dathomir. Yeah, Dathomir is where like all no, the. But wasn't his mom a witch? <laughs> Darth Maul's mom. Yeah, I thought well, she that's was, like called something. That's weird. what I'm saying. Well, no, the, the Dathomir. That's where the Night Sisters are from, and mm-hmm. that's like all the Dark Force kind of witch users. Oh, females are. It's Asajj Ventress, where she comes from. She's not. There's a couple of offshoot like <laughs> colonies that are okay. Dathomirian. She's not. He's Dathomirian, but like a, a different like part of it. Okay. Yeah. Got okay. It. Um, so that was Darth Maul. We all know what happened to Maul. He's super cool. Yeah, he is. He, I would I would maintain that he is the coolest Sith we see in the movies. Probably. Yeah. Like cool. <laughs> like just in terms of. Yeah. Being cool. Oh, yeah. Another fan favorite for sure. Yeah, because as, as a kid. With the horns. Double sided lightsaber. The double sided lightsaber. His fighting was acrobatics. So cool. yeah. I'm yeah. also maintain that Duel of the Fates is the best oh, so Star Wars song. It's such I a good song. Mean, well uh, that, it's like really hard to discount just the theme because of how amazing it is and oh, it's so good. Darth Vader's theme too, but I would say Duel of the Fates is like it's the most very chill appropriate and for yeah. Darth Maul. For sure. Yeah. It's a good yeah. one. Um, and so, after Darth Maul, as we all know, Darth Sidious took on Anakin Skywalker. That's right. And that's about where I'm going to end with that. That's yeah. where we're coming. Because we should know. Yeah. Um, quick note, after the Death Star is destroyed and all this stuff, uh, Emperor Palpatine actually ends up in some clones. The last one he's in gets sick, tries to mm-hmm. put his soul into the child of Han and Leia, Anakin Solo. He comes and tries to invade in his last dying clone. Luke doesn't want to kill him, and Han shoots him dead. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. So I thought I, wa- I did want to throw that in because Han actually kills Emperor Palpatine <laughs> in the end. And, like, Palpatine actually, like, becomes, like, resurrected and some stuff yeah. and, like, almost overthrows the New Republic before he dies again. Yeah. So, so pretty gnarly. Never learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's sweet. Wow, yeah. Jason. That is See, an in-depth history. That was yeah. so in-depth. I, Thank you, Jay, my head hurt for that. Yeah, no, I watched I watched a lot of these YouTube videos and read some books, but like half the stuff you said, I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was that was good. It, that was incredible. Was, I yeah. read a lot of things. Yeah. You did, dang man. 
So really quickly, just what I want to touch on is some of the kind of philosophy and the culture and some of the tradition of the Sith, um, less of the history. Um, Jason read the Sith Code, um, but I think the important thing to realize about the Sith, and especially about dark, um, dark side force users, is they're really fueled. They're, they're kind of, it's, it's all based on passion and specifically like anger and fear and pain. It's all kind of rooted in a lot of these negative emotions that are really obviously powerful. Um, and that's where they kind of get all their um, strength from. Um, one thing that I learned about the Sith is that they really love history. They love their history. They, do. they love to study. They're just wicked nerds. And also, I, didn't, I mean, I knew this, but getting reminded of how much the Sith and Jedi overall, but like Sith really are like wizards. Like, cause yeah. learning about like, they use amulets and incantations and like they do a thing called like summon demon, like they, <laughs> they're wizards. Literally. But they were considered like magicians. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going to cut in with the incantations actually. Cause yeah. I was, I was focusing kind of on some of their powers and abilities and, mm-hmm. um, get even getting into fighting styles and there, there are specific incantations. So that's not just a force ability. That's actually like a spell. Yeah. And so there was, there are a, a few of these listed in the book of the Sith which is where a lot of this information is included. Um, there are some incantations. For instance, I won't say all of the actual incantations, but Sada Twitukskak, or Bolt of Hatred. By focusing your rage on the ones who stand against it, you can conjure a spear of dark energy to pierce oh, yeah. their flesh. That's so cool. And so it's this spell, and kind of the idea behind these is you have to like mean it when you say it. Yeah. You have to say it with purpose. If you don't, and, then like, it can... Clear- Hit you. It, yeah, if you don't, it can come back on you. And mm-hmm. so you have to say it and mean it, and it's actually spoken, and a lot of them involve hand gestures as mm-hmm. well. So Naruto. you're, like, saying this <laughs> incantation, and yeah, like this hand gesture, this jitsu yeah. thing. Um, but you do that, and there's bolts of hatred. There's dark side web, which with quick and precise finger slashes, you can spin a tracery of forced tendrils to block a sword or bind a foe. Oh, what? These are, so this is spells, and these are like really cool yeah. force abilities. Suppress thought just means that you can take over someone's mind. Yeah. Summon demon, like Jaren mentioned, which is Dwomutsigsa. You can actually call forth a manifestation of the dark side, it says. Its shape is whatever its victim fears most. Like so it's like a bog art also. <laughs> yeah. And so it can come into this crazy thing. It can vaporize the body of a victim by entering its nose or mouth. <laughs> so you get made friends. So these incantations are ridiculously cool. Oh yeah. You actually uh, reminded then, me of something. Oh, so yeah. Darth Crate, he was so strong with his force lightning, mm. like so incredibly strong with his force lightning that people were vaporized as soon yeah, as the lightning dust. hit him. Oh. Just <sighs> which is crazy. Neat. How He's cool so is that? That's cool. Um, what interesting, you reading those incantations, it reminds me that the Sith actually have their own language. Mm-hmm. So yes. There, there's, oh, yeah. there's two known languages. One that's just called Sith tongue or Sith language, which Darth Maul and Sidious speak to one another. 
um, or, or no, sorry, Darth Vader, Vader and, and Darth Sidious speak to one another oh. on a planet when they're like planning on murdering the <laughs> townspeople, and they're like, "How should we do it?" Like, what, what, what? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they just do that, and then the other is called Balk, which is I think just another variation of Sith language. B-A-L-C. It's actually just Pig Latin when they're planning. Uche iwe ilke ide is they people pay. People like I know what you're saying. Just run away. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but there's one thing I do want to mention I thought was kind of cool. So talking about like rankings within the Sith, I mean, obviously the order of two, there's just the two. Yeah. You've got, um, you got your master and you got your apprentice, but in the old Republic, before there was the rule of two, um, you have a lot of different, um, I guess, rankings and titles uh you obviously have dark lord of the sith which is like he's a chieftain he's the head honcho um but then you've got sith marauders which sith marauders are basically they usually hold two lightsabers and they're just trained to be like brutes just to be like absolute like fighting savages that they just go and they wreck and that's what they do they're meant to be just kind of like berserkers um, the next is Sith warrior. Sith warriors are what most of the Sith are. It's just kind of your general, mm-hmm. um, infantry sort of a thing. Um, then there's Sith assassins, which is exactly what you think. They kind of do their business in the shadows to kill Jedi and to do that sort of thing. Sith inquisitors, which do mostly like mind, uh, mind force techniques to extract information, to torture, to do that kind of thing. And didn't Darth Vader... Um, set up his own secret organization of, of inquisitors. inquisitors. He did, yeah, yeah. which is pretty sweet. That's and cool. you see that in actually the TV show uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh yeah, there's the main villains like they called the Grand Inquisitor. So it it happened in the old voiced by Jason Isaacs. Really? Yeah. By uh, freaking Lucius Malfoy. Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's fitting. <laughs> um, but there's that, and then there's the Sith acolyte, which is just kind of like a Padawan of Sith. And there's my favorite, a Sith minion. <laughs> which Banana. Is, which is exactly. I just want you to picture <laughs> Despicable Me minions like serving these, <laughs> these Sith masters. Is that what they're like? Absolutely not. Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're. Where do you think the minions came from? Absolutely. Oh, it's. Dude, Despicable Me is Star Wars fanfic. Yeah, it is. I would be. It is part of the Star Wars fanfic. It is more sensitive. Yeah. Oh, man. What is a Sith minion? <laughs> a Sith minion is basically just like a lackey okay. that they have. It doesn't even, not necessarily um, force sensitive. They kind of look at the Sith as if they're almost like God, kings sort of a thing. And they just get abused and used and they're pretty disposable, <laughs> um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but then last thing is the two types of combat um, that the Sith use. Technically there's three, but the main two that they use are pretty simple it's called fast it's called strong <laughs> you either use fast style or strong style which is exactly what it sounds but the third style of saber fighting saber combat is kind of cool it's called juyo also it, quickly it yeah. says uh that fast style is rarely suited for a sith they do oh, say that strong style is typically um just because it relies on strength and anger um that that is how the sith typically operates so even between those two forms of lightsaber combat right. strong is used the most because the Jedi have six forms of combat right yeah um, and Juyo 
going back to the third type, which is really rare because it's very difficult to master. It's basically the one that's motivated and its main purpose is driven by emotion. Mm -hmm. So it's essentially like let all your emotions come out and let that guide the way you fight, which mm -hmm. you're thinking that's really dumb. But apparently if you can channel it correctly, you can't lose. Mm -hmm. And there's also a variation of the Juyo form, which Mace Windu practices yeah. called Vapad. Oh yeah, yep. and right. that is and so basically, Mace Windu uses a dark side tactic, um, to fight, and he is obviously the he is the most talented Jedi swordsman that we see in yeah. in this. I mean, he defeats Emperor Palpatine, mm -hmm. and it's because he practices this incredibly difficult and incredibly rare style. Yeah, which is which yeah. is super cool, and you even see that in the Star Wars Clone Wars original miniseries. Um, when he takes on like an entire droid army. The Jendi Tartakovsky. Oh my gosh. Which amazing. is the best. So good. The best. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, I guess the last thing is I'll leave you with uh, Darth Bane's statement on the Force. Ooh. He says, The Force is venom. If poured into many cups, it loses, it loses its potency until it becomes so diluted it is merely an irritant. Yet pour those cups back into a single vessel, and you will have the power to stop a crate dragon's heart. I didn't know what a crate dragon crate was. Crate dragons are nuts. Yeah, they're really big. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big dragon. Um, but basically just going back to using Dark Side of the Force through the rule of two and how to concentrate that so that it can be more deadly than a million sets. Awesome. That's kind of the culture a little bit. Awesome. Eli? I'll touch on some, some combat and, and specific Sith abilities uh, right here at the end. The Siths practiced alchemy, which is basically just their kind of Sith science that they used to mutate these life forces. They're wizards. These creatures. <laughs> They're wizards. They were. They are. <laughs> and they would create these crazy battle beasts yeah. <laughs> that would come into battle with them and just destroy. I mean, some of these beasts fed off the force of Jedi and fed off any kind of force and would turn on Sith sometimes. Um, they, they also used alchemy to imbue talismans and, and articles with power. And a lot of these incantations that they used would be used alongside something that they had alchemized, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so they would have kind of this enchanted... <laughs> talisman or amulet mm -hmm. that would strengthen that they would put force reserves in right and didn't they like before they started using lightsabers they did that to regular swords yeah they just, just had so they, swords metal they swords they had a weapon blasters. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and and fight against a lightsaber they would just take a, a thick sword and hone the edges with the force and with the force alchemy and uh then they could fight with lightsabers and it's cool yeah really really cool there's actually in the incantation section of this Sith book. Um, it's the author, I just want to read, just because it's kind of cool, where he found this this uh, scroll. So, I sought the secrets of spellcasting in my pilfered holocron, but its guardian was jealous. Casting my net wider, I recovered scrolls submerged in the blood slurry of the mongrel altar. They were concealed behind a mural of King Otis at the Eternal Pyre, interred alongside the headless body of Warmuk the Undying. What happened? <laughs> so <laughs> sounds like the pretty nerdy. <laughs> sounds like nerd metal. That was totally that, that is the nerdiest thing. Like, ridiculous. 
That was yeah. like the lyrics to like a Slayer song or something. Honestly, reading one of these great scrolls invariably unleashed a curse. I have found that the longer I must fight off horror, blindness, or liquefaction, the more valuable is the information the scroll contains. Dude, so, that so is like Pantera gets their lyrics. It's like <laughs> the a book. Pantera song written by Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's just something cool <laughs> about just the Sith in general, mm-hmm. but talking about their their combat and their specific force style, dark side combat, mm-hmm. and their force abilities, there are three schools I'm reading here from the book. There are three schools or focuses of force combat that channel the dark side. Offense, body, and mind. Mm-hmm. So, some of these are obvious and you've heard of them, and, and Jedi can do some, some as well. Others, I hadn't even heard of. Force push. This is underneath offense. Push. Hmm. Kind of makes sense. He knocks enemies back or, or pushes a group. Force choke is a popular one with Darth Vader. Telekinetic grip basically just chokes him. Mm-hmm. Kind of obvious. Force inertia just moves your body faster or changes its momentum or direction. Force blind, which is just a burst of force energy that can overwhelm an enemy's optic nerves and render them momentarily blind. <laughs> Which I hadn't heard of. It's kind of oh, cool and, and weird. You just use the force and it's like a flash grenade. Make someone blind. Yeah, that's cool. Totally. So that's pretty cool. Uh, f- throw is also part of offense when you throw your lightsaber and direct its path. Oh, yeah. Darth Vader also. Yes. Does yes. That. Absolutely. The second body, and it says body encompasses those abilities that draw from the living force. They emanate from your own cells and affect the physical structures of others. So lightning is a body skill. Mm. Obviously a popular dark side one we saw with Darth Sidious and Count Dooku, mm-hmm. who is Darth Tyrannus, for anyone wondering, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but lightning, and then there's convection, which is concentration of force energy that can make your fists hot to the touch, <laughs> even raise their temperature to a burning intensity, but will cause no lasting injury to you. Striking an enemy with these fists can raise blisters and set robes aflame. Hey there, Bob has... (laughs) So they're like that guy from Iron Man 3. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Yeah. Oh. Mandarin? Guy Pierce. No, Guy Pierce. (laughs) The Mandarin. Oh, I guess he's like the the real... I don't know, Iron Man 3. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked. (laughs) But that's pretty cool. So if a Sith just wants to fist fight, (laughs) they can use convection and set their fists on fire. And then cryokinesis, which it's a siphoning of essence that leaches the life intensity from another, leaving behind a frost-shrouded corpse. Mm. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Drain life, if you can guess. It just takes the life essence. You gotta tell me. (laughs) Spit it out. So it takes the life energy of another and funnels it to yourself. Yeah. There are some Pokemon attacks like that also. (laughs) Like Mega Drain and Giga Drain. Leash Seed. Giga Drain. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm I know it is. Yeah. I I just know know some Pokemon stuff. Um, This one's cool. This is from Body. Death Field, (laughs) which is an unstoppable concentration of dark side energy projected from your physical animus in the shape of a sphere. Any living being entering the field will wither into a dry husk. (laughs) Again, the same guy. Hey there, Bob. (laughs) Pretty gnarly stuff. Like, you don't hear about Don't this. be friends with Seems the Seems a bit much. And then the third is mind. And I really like these ones. Yeah. Mind shard is basically you connect with someone's mind and you send 
a shard of pain, a sliver of psychic pain from your mind to theirs. That kind of seems like what Kylo Ren uses on yeah. Rey when he's like torturing her in Force Awakens. It actually more seems like Memory Walk. Oh, is that oh, okay. the next one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is a link that can open your enemy's mind and make it possible for you to compel them to relive tragic or humiliating recollections and bring forth layers of shame. Um, but it also can be a sophisticated method of interrogation. Hmm. So well, that is that, which I think is more. so cool. That is really cool. Yeah, really cool. You can just basically tap into their mind. I see it. I see the island. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. And then Ray turns around and does it on him. Looks it all back. Uh, there's one just called Hatred, which it focuses your inner fire and kind of puts it in this ball <laughs> until it burns with white hot intensity. And then you smash it and it radiates hatred from you in waves that can send another's mind into catatonia. <laughs> what? Hey, Bob, it's good. To... <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> turns around. <laughs> so, oh. I know. So some of these are pretty gnarly. Horror. Which is, uh, it can just make someone afraid, but really, really afraid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it can lead to insanity if you amplify it enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then there's Crucitorn. So it's detach your mind from sensation. So you can make yourself immune to pain and you can endure torture and withstand any injury. Which what? sounds like how Darth Maul survived. Mm. He just concentrated his energy. He just got so angry (laughs) and clung to the force Mm -hmm. that was able to survive and withstand that. That is another really cool thing about this non-existent canon (laughs) is he, like like I said, he built up all this anger and managed to survive being cut in half and they later gave him robot legs. Yeah. 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 He ends up pretty cool. So yeah, that's, those are some of the specific Sith abilities that you don't really see or hear about, or maybe right. they aren't even canon anymore. But my, I don't know, some of those are really cool. Mine ones are so sweet. Yeah. Wow, okay. Dude, I want to see some of those in a movie. I know. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Seriously. You know, well, I mean, they started to delve into it there with yeah. Kylo Ren. They might still. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they, totally. That could be part of his training being complete. Yeah. I wanted to touch really quick, um, just looking at the force and the balance of it and... And, I mean, maybe we could spend a whole episode on this, but I just wanted to say, in the Last Jedi trailer, first of all, it's called The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Luke says the Jedi need to end. Mm-hmm. For millennia, the Force has been Jedi, Sith, dark, light. Luke says it's so much more than that. I'm theorizing that we're going to do away with both. That mm. the Force is more about a balance within yourself. Mm. That Because if you look at it, the Jedi were zealots. You oh, couldn't yeah. love. Totally. So much was forbidden, and they had so many rules. Extremely strict. Yeah. yeah, which doesn't seem right. It's not right, yeah. you know? And part of, I think, you, they're kind of about suppressing that. And Sith is about not having any self-control, basically. They're on the other And so I think, yeah. I think that the trend or the future of the Force that we might see, this is just my kind of conjecture, I think it's going to be about finding a balance within yourself and accepting both light and dark when it's appropriate. Right. And, um, Getting to feel all that passion and bridling yeah, it a yeah. little bit. If you, I mean, being able to love and share that with someone, mm. you know, if Mace Windu can use a, a Sith lightsaber form yeah. and master it and border on dark side, but channel that, mm-hmm. I think that's what Last Jedi means. And originally the Sith weren't super bad people. They simply believed, 
you can feel anything. Yeah. yeah. Like you can feel anger, you can feel happiness and joy. Mm. Like you it's good to feel everything. Mm. Right. And that's kind of how they started off, but they found more power in hate. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think I I don't know, that's kind of where that's I see it going. That's a good point. I could I could see that as well. Yeah. A little bit with the kind of gray Jedi thing maybe yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. In yeah, between. It, yeah. Something that sort of just I mean, we see those old, they see that the first Jedi temple. Mm-hmm. I was reading an article that said this is actually the first time we ever see a book in Star Wars. Because <laughs> they have those old books. Oh, and you think point. about it, it's all yeah. digital, it's all this yeah. and that. This is a book, which I think is a, a cool touch. That's neat. But I think we are going to learn more about the force. The history of the Jedi. That Luke implies when he says it's so much more. Because he says, what do you see in races? Light side, the dark. Mm-hmm. It's so much more than that. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool because, I mean, everything that we've been talking about, whether or not they use the old canon, they probably won't. Right. But still, like, it's important to know the mm-hmm. origin of, in this case, for The for the yeah. Last Jedi, the origin of the Jedi. And, and it's so fun to know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. My wife actually has an issue with the Star Wars universe because so many authors have contributed to so much yeah. of what used to be canon. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I kind of along that same vein, it's like, this isn't really George's vision. Like, I don't know. I don't think George passed, have like checked of off. On, yeah, yeah. Checked off on each of these things. For all you we know, know, he's in a coma somewhere so, <laughs> on Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> yeah. So like fans took it past George's original vision. I love the history of it. I love hearing about these things, but it also makes me wonder, you know, what, what should it have been? And that's partially also why I'm such a huge Lord of the Rings fan, because everything we have in that is J.R.R. Tolkien. Everything we have from Lord of the Rings, except the new Hobbit movies, Peter Jackson took a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They totally do. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just some thoughts on the force. It's a good one. And you know what? I think I want to do eventually an episode all about like, uh, our thoughts about what's going to happen in this next movie. Probably yeah. right before it comes out, Conjecture. we should like, like to. Yeah, yeah. After, yeah. after the last trailer comes out. Look for it. Talk about all of our speculations. That'd be fun. Totally. Well, that was the episode about the Sith story. History of the Sith there. Way more than you ever wanted to know. <laughs> we went now you know. to a galaxy far, far away a long time ago and even further. Way further. <laughs> well, that was good. Well, thank you so much for listening you guys, the support has been amazing. Yeah, we're we're really, really thrilled to kind of have you guys listening. And yeah, I mean, we made this we made this just honestly starting for us, and yeah. the fact that we're having the amount of listen and support that we've had is fantastic. Yeah, and totally. we really do want to hear from you. Like yeah. we want we want to know. So I mean, email us at everyfanforhimself at gmail We also have a Twitter at EFFH podcast. Um, so follow us, shoot a tweet at us. Head over to iTunes and please leave a review. Only a good one. Like, good one. And, you know, no one wants to hear a bad review. If you have an issue, email us. But if not, reviews help in a big way. We oh, saw, yeah. you know, along with downloads and listens, this the day our second episode was released, we broke into the top 100 in our category on iTunes. We did. It went away because people stopped listening after a little bit because mm-hmm. we don't have that much reach. But it's kind of cool to see that. And the more reviews we get and the more you guys interact, the more of a success this is going to be and the more able we are going to be to deliver quality content yeah, totally. to you Listen, guys. we're not that cool. We know that. No, but yeah. we want you to help us be cooler people. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, <laughs> a little bit of unrelated, unrelated. Unrelated, unrelated. Jason, take it away. Okay, everybody. Finish this off. So this question like is one that I kind of just came up with. 
uh, just kind of last second, like didn't know what to do. Right now. I'm mm. making it up as I speak. Before I came over. <laughs> um, so in this scenario, you have to fight Batman. Hand to hand, you have to fight Batman in two years' time. So in you have years. you have two years to train in order to hand to hand fight Batman. <laughs> Sweet. Now you have to recruit you have to recruit um two or three video game characters to teach you everything that they know. Okay, so as teachers, so I'm fighting him one on one. We need some teachers. I need teachers from video games. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I th- I think I know what my first is. Oh. Uh Kella Brimbor. From Shadow of Mordor. Oh, that'd be tough. I want, because he's not only a teacher, I think he's going to kind of take no. the controls. He can't. I don't, he's just teaching you. I don't. I wouldn't take him. He's really? just teaching. Yeah, maybe, he's just teaching. No. Maybe maybe he can. Maybe know. he can take over. If that's okay with Jay. I think he's just teaching you. He's going to take over for him? No, I think he's just. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to teach you. He's got to teach you something. Okay, Eli, what do you say? Um, You can choose a couple. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, there's some Batman video games. That's for you. That's true. <laughs> Batman teach you. What if Batman train me? <laughs> he knows how to beat himself best. True. That's true. I mean, if, if we're doing that, I, I'm going to say Batman. <laughs> You're pitting him video game Batman against comic book Batman. Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> totally. Okay. Totally. Anyone else you want to I just want to say the most useless ones. Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Uncle ben. <laughs> Dead Uncle Ben. His good advice. He, really good advice. He, he could a, keep you going. He's a good guy. Responsibility. Um, <laughs> let's see. I would say... Am I allowed to use like weapons, or is it hand? You said hand to hand. Hand to hand. hand. Blast. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, Batman's got his gadgets, so you can have gadgets too. Right. Okay, gadgets, but not like a sword. Like you got it. Like was... you can have like a you can have like a sword or something. Batman can he can fight you if you have a sword. That's true. Like That's honestly, true. in this scenario, <laughs> Batman will probably win, yeah. but you need to choose someone who will give you the best chance. Maybe maybe Splinter from Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, I thought like Splinter Cell, <laughs> Tom oh. Clancy. That's hey. a good one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Snake. Let's see. Yeah. I would have. I'm trying to think of like a cool. I'm, I'm, Wise teacher. Like hand to hand games and fighting. It's not really. Can I tell you mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You Maybe got it'll some. inspire you. Yeah. So I was thinking um, Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. So you were going to say yeah. Snake. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Snake. Um, also, Ezio from Assassin's Creed. I was going to say someone from Assassin's Creed. I was actually going to say that. And maybe Ryu from Street Fighter. Oh, cool. There you go. Maybe the the bears from Tekken. Oh, oh yeah, Tekken bear. Kubo, yeah. Cabo, or whatever. Cabo. San Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the two streets. Oh no! Yeah, I would have like, like Akuma teach me because he's got all that creep, crazy like demon power. If I could mm-hmm. tap into some of that. <laughs> Raiden or something. You know who I thought about? Like I thought, oh, what about like Alucard from Castlevania? But then, oh. like, if he bit me and like I had powers, like that'd be tight. But Batman <laughs> hates vampires more than anything, oh. and so he'd probably kill me. That's yeah. true. I would have. Hmm. Darn, this is tough. It's, it's really hard tough. to think of like hand to hand. I don't know. You know, might just there's have a to lot of them. Remain a mystery. Darth Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think that takes the cake. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. You okay this is this is this has been a really long episode but thank you for listening this is so much this is a good one yeah grateful for your support absolutely um rate and subscribe yeah please leave a review thank you so so much for listening thank you so much to listening to me ramble more than anything (laughs) we love it we love it this has been every fan for himself i'm eli webb i'm jaren jolly and i'm jason kenny 
Thank you for listening. Tune in next time.